I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, straight to do. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Thrill me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Hey, everyone threatens people they don't listen. You know? mm. It's fucked up. You better listen. They ain't joking. Episode 449 of the BBPC, that's right, the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your illustrious, but a little bit tired host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. I'm going to pull right through this. Joining me as always... Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yes, sir. What's going on, fellas? Just another Sunday, just finishing off my IPA tonight. What? I thought you had stopped drinking. Bitch, we've had this conversation like ten times. (laughs) I thought IPA... No, I meant IPA is a flavor of ice cream, right? Yes, that's exactly right. Gotcha. (laughs) Zero proof, partner. Zero proof. No, no, we've... We we were drinking last night. We were having a good old time. Um, no, we didn't go long term sober. We just took like three months off. Okay, right. and then we just kind of cut back. There you so, go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah Anyways, so we right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's Sunday evening, but to record, we're just a Sunday. Uh, there's been a full on um, wrestling uh, bonanza for me. Extravaganza starting from. Friday, there was NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, and then uh, Saturday, New Japan and Ring of Honor had their big pay-per-view on Saturday on, in Madison Square Garden, and then WrestleMania was tonight in MetLife Stadium in fucking New Jersey, which was weird. They, keep calling, they kept saying New York the whole time, which was so bizarre, even though it's in New Jersey, the stadium. So hmm. I don't know why that was that or what, but if you were from Jersey, and you'd be, I'm sure, I'm sure they'd be upset. So. <laughs> hmm. Um. They're just too close. They just got to. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, it seems a lot for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, only that, just, you know, I'm ready to record. So it just, it just ended. So I just got to see the last match. So if you guys you saw go. it, you know, I don't say no spoilers, but I'm sure by the time you watch it, you'll know already. So, you know. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, what's up with you guys? What's going on? Not a whole lot. Tony, Nothing. how you feeling? I'm all right today. I'm good. Nice. Do you know, just do anything special today? I know we're talking about that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going backwards today. Talking we're just reminding we're reminding people that you're still on the podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know. Yeah. They already know, right? You're over there. I'm very curious about the movies tonight. It's very, very interesting double feature. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, ex- no extras, but there was a lot of talk on the messenger earlier in the week. And I'm way behind on the messenger. <laughs> I got a new phone and I wasn't fucking, I didn't download messenger on it yet or until like a week later. 
and then it said like 64 or 80 new messages and i was like oh yeah. <laughs> so much of it is like you know it's hard for me to keep up so um, right. and then you know the gifts the fucking internet no matter where i'm at the fucking gifts take forever to pop up you oh, cockfuckers no too many gifts <laughs> well you know it's if, if it's not reed showing off his new truck you know Oh yeah, it's work truck. Kids yeah, yeah. decorations, you know, or um, it's a uh, it's a it's a big love fest for Spider Man and the Spider Verse. Really I know, cool. right? Is that where yeah. I saw my thing? My somebody was commenting that I needed to jump on the bandwagon. That's what you guys were talking about, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Funny how you see the parts we talked about you though, like in Messenger. Well, I did. Yeah. I did. Well, when you mention when you you know tag them, it gets notified. Yeah. in a different way. Oh, gotcha. So, anyways, yeah, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. Okay. It's on my list. I'll, right. I'll, I, I promise I'll watch it. Sure. It's just a matter of getting to it. Because in the meantime, it seems like it's in heavy rotation in our house and my house as well. Man. Jesus it seems like Christ. It's Tony's house as well, too. Or Seriously. Uh, it's the movie, it it's is the soundtrack playing in the background. The soundtrack, it is... As soon as either of us come home, we're like, hey, Google, play Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. <laughs> I do, does it do a shuffle or does it play from the beginning? It plays from the beginning. We don't know. Oh, mind. nice. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it is It is like our go-to. Like anything. What the fuck was that? Uh, looks like someone tried to message me. Uh, oh. All the calls in? Uh, the calls are in. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, there's four calls. Spoiler alert. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's four contestants. Right. Right. I'm just saying we haven't had four in a while. Yeah. Well, Angie played last week. But I didn't have four recordings. Oh. Oh, that was... Was it last week we didn't read on? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> was it last Christ. week? Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, bam. I know. I'm sorry. Reed, I apologize. IP, it must be really fucking strong. Jesus Christ. You know what they always delicious. say, Harley? What's that? It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. The homies can't have none. <laughs> uh, so yeah so what do we got going on this 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 evening harley what are we watching tonight what are we talking about uh we're gonna talk about uh the deer hunter and little shop of horrors that's right um you guys want to talk about some money box office mojo it seems like you really want to buddy so why don't you go ahead well no i mean i'm not dying to i'm Hey, look at that! Well, well, Tony, well, Tony hits the music. It's it's a done deal. It's a wrap. You, you're, fucking, you're gonna have to, brother. That's all right, all here we go. So, Captain Marvel, which has been in the theaters for five weeks, has now finally slipped. To number five for twelve point six million grand total of three seventy four. There's no budget though, so we got no idea. Uh, Us, the movie you talked about, made thirteen point eight. It has made a grand total of one hundred fifty two point three, and then that's on a twenty million dollar budget. So you know they're going to keep throwing money at that guy. 
the big kind of surprise, or I don't know if it was a surprise, but last week, Dumbo was the number one film, and no, nobody saw that. I don't know if you guys you guys got any interest in seeing that. I have an interest. I don't know if I want to see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I want to. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to cry in public. <laughs> Crying like a little bitch. <laughs> <sighs> so Tim Burton does not look good on IMDb. I think Rotten Tomatoes is not a whole lot better. Let me see if I can do this without getting the internet. Forty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's that's not great. So, um, and it's not making a ton of money either. Mm. I mean, granted, it's only two weeks. It's made seventy-six point two between the two weekends, and that. But that's on a hundred and seventy million dollar budget. Now, let me, ask, let me ask you, Harley. Like, what do you think? Uh, it's it's um shortcomings are for this movie not doing i have no idea maybe just burnout no 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 idea it's it's old material it's not i mean when did the first dumble come out i mean i feel like it was one of the early sort of regular disney um so so let me ask you this you you think aladdin will do a lot better 1941 Yes, Aladdin will do better. Aladdin is fifty years newer. <laughs> they, so like I mean, all the they're, kids, they're... all the nineties kids, or whatever they had nostalgia for, will rewatch it. Yes. and now the new kids yes. will watch it. Yes, yeah. So that's no. what I'm saying. I, why, I mean, why, I, why didn't Dumbo work? Is it because it's Tim Burton? It's too. It's too old. It's it's going. It's going back too far. But it looks modern though. But what if people don't know of the old cartoon? The, the material isn't known. In the sense of the people that watch Dumbo as kids, right? Mm-hmm. They're dead of old age. They're not taking their grandkids to the movie theater. The parents, like you and me, that saw the '90s Disney movies, we're taking our kids to the theater to watch the new one. Mm-hmm. That's why those movies will do better because they're more recent. They're true, like remakes, as opposed to this Dumbo. Most of the kids that are going to see this movie, they never saw the original. Fuck! They might not have even heard of the original, unless they were Disney freaks. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you think something more modern like Aladdin is? Yes. Love. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Lion King. <laughs> shit. It's already made a billion dollars, and they haven't even released the motherfucker right. yet. So another remake in the top five was Pet Cemetery. I don't know why they remade this. I love the '89 version. Yeah. Um, it made 25 million dollars today on its opening weekend. Uh, which is already profit because it only costs twenty twenty one million dollars. So, I read one review was sort of fairly passable, um, but you know, whatever's um, some surprise, but not that much surprise. The number one film was Shazam. More superhero movies. Uh, um, always trying to take. Everybody's trying to do a different different take on the superhero genre. I felt like we saw this one with Kick Ass, but maybe a little bit different. I don't know. So, uh, fifty-three point four on a hundred million dollar budget. Uh, I did hear some pretty decent reviews. It has a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I don't know that you can argue with that. Um, so Pet Cemetery, as I mentioned before, uh, had a sixty percent. So that's certified fresh. Mm. But um, the only thing that can beat Shazam would be us with a ninety-four percent. 
that's out. So, um, so yeah, there's your top five. We're, we're definitely kind of getting into that summer money, you know? Right. Um, and shit, doesn't Avengers come out here any fucking day? Yeah, I bought my tickets. Oh, there you go. Is it next week? The uh, following. And what day did you score to get them? Uh, 27. Yeah, we're going on the, on the, so Saturday. Okay, so two days afterwards. All right, run off. I could have gotten it, but I'm like, I don't, it's not worth it. Right. Not worth it to lose sleep. I'll just have to turn off all my uh, all my social media <laughs> for a couple of days. There you go. I feel like the internet's gotten pretty good about spoilers. I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't look. I don't risk it. Oh. I have. Uh, I've, I've. I've told you about my um, Chrome extension that blocks keywords. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's an extension that you give it a list of all the keywords, and anytime it finds any any block of text that has that keyword, it'll block the whole section. So it's just nice. big red. Yeah, it works on YouTube that. videos, works on on text. It's kind of nice. Yeah, so I've got a lot of Game of Thrones red panels <laughs> with all I see. I gotta imagine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that and Endgame. Those are the big ones. Right on. That's crazy. Yeah, because I remember like, uh, the sites were crashing everywhere when we were trying to get tickets for the Thursday night. And I, my friend was telling me that he's already seen Thursday night showing tickets on eBay for $500. Oh. <laughs> so like the first to say you Jeez. fucking paid for it, you know? Fucking people, man. It's a movie. I don't understand. Yeah, it boggles my mind. I know. I mean, you can watch it fucking ten times in a row for that much money. Right. Yeah, that's easy zone. Yeah. Teach zone, I guess. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Well, let's go. That's uh, the box office for you. Yeah. The price. I, thought, I figured that would be the number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tony almost, yeah, had, someone almost went out and saw it. Yeah, almost. Yeah, he's like, he ran out the door, he was about to yell Shazam, <laughs> and then he was like, nope, get over here. So, maybe next week I'll report, so we'll see. No. Was, Any interest nope. in it? Have you seen it hardly at all? What's that? Shazam? No, I don't care. Okay. No interest. And next week is your run, Tony? Yeah. Uh, that's why. No wonder. Okay. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, I you know definitely have. I mean, there's a bunch of fucking superhero movies I'm not caught up on. I mean, I I never saw Aquaman. Um, you know, I I, I kind of feel like I need to watch the last fucking uh, Avengers movie again just because. Have you seen Spider Man into the Spider? No, no, that's the, and, of course and, the first on the list. Don't don't mention anything else until you watch that. Until I watch that one, yeah, there for sure. Go. Fair enough. No, that's definitely the the uh, first top on my list for sure. Nice. I, we, we it was tough. Uh, Chris was out of town for work uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and so I've been having to double down on the dad duty and the driving the kids around. They got track and field, so I got to drive them, and they got fucking track meets and shit. So it's like crazy that. And, Oh, I'm trying to catch up on my motorcycle races, and so 
So yeah, I just haven't uh, found time. And then of course, when we do sit down and watch a fucking movie, Chris is like, "No, we have to watch Shameless. We have to watch Shameless. Oh, we man. have to watch Shameless." So I never get to watch anything because all I got to do is watch Shameless. And of course, some asshole picked a three-hour movie for the podcast. So. <laughs> Yeah, and Tony's still watching yeah. it, and and he fast forwarded, and he's still watching it. <laughs> right, he's still watching it right now. <laughs> yeah. How many speeds does fucking VCR have? It's crazy. <laughs> oh man, I was telling the kids about cassette players, and like they don't know how lucky they have it. They can just choose a song and play it right out of their phones. Jesus like Christ! Remember, the Remember when auto reverse was like, dude. I got a fucking tape player with auto reverse, son. That's right. It's the shit. It automatically flips the tape for you. That was King Dingling right there, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Now we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh, shit. Anyway. But yeah, so yeah. So Deer Hunter. Directed by who? Directed you want to talk about that now? I get in that. I guess we can. Uh, yeah, so we, like I said, Harley promises he will finally see Spider and the Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider. yeah, for In sure. Heavy rotation before I turn Tony's forty. Uncle. Yeah, <laughs> I wish Google would be like again, Tony. Really? Okay. Seriously? <laughs> I know it. Literally, Tony's like play Spider Verse, and Google responds, "Are you sure?" <laughs> Even the MP3 is going to wear out like a tape. All right. Mm -hmm. like a record he's wearing it out so uh yeah so yeah so uh i chose deer hunter uh never saw this movie before i saw some of the highlights before over the years yeah. um but i'd never seen it from beginning to end is that right yeah yeah so this was definitely mm -hmm. homework yeah. um of course, there was the extra credit too, so I never saw that motherfucker before either. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't know much about this movie. I knew that it was about Vietnam, and I knew there's that sort of like uh, the big Russian roulette scene. <clears throat> I didn't realize that it plays a role in the the rest of the film after that, and so it it. Um, it, uh, there's some decent payoffs, I think, afterwards. Um, the movie delves into the idea of PTSD. And, mm -hmm. and in 1978, the war was just recently over. I mean, <laughs> when this movie came out, the veterans were going to the movies, you know? And so this was a big deal. It was, it's, it's, it's not a, um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's not a blatant anti-war film. It doesn't get into the politics of the war. It simply looks at it from the perspective of somebody who went, saw some shit, went through some shit, and how it's going to affect them for the rest of their lives. And it's not a fun movie. It's not an exciting movie. It's not, it's not Rambo Part 2. It is a slow movie. It is um well you know, it kind of it kind of did three perspectives. Yeah. Like you kind absolutely. of get to see different t three different takes on surviving the war. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. One guy who, you know, leaves we'll kind of spoil it a little bit. Um you have basically three guys, three buddies go to war together. Robert De Niro, John Savage and Christopher Walken. 
and that you know they're like us they're bad boys and uh one gets married right before he goes and um and they all become prisoners of war and they're all forced to play russian roulette and they escape um bobby d is a badass (laughs) (laughs) And, and he he uh manages to escape gets his buddies out of there he's by far the least affected, although of course he is too, and we we see the little scene with him. Um, but he is the most sort of put together. He gets back and he back to the states, and he's uh, coherent. Uh, um, his character escapes, but not without his legs. And uh, Christopher Walken never leaves. He is uh, comatose, so to speak. And so, yeah, so that's what the movie's about. It is hard watch. It's long. It's not for sort of the modern. Um, the director, Michael Cimino, um, he didn't really do anything before or anything after. And you can see there's some pacing issues, I think, with the film. Um, I saw, I don't know if there was, uh, oh, no, I didn't see a director's there's no director's cut um the the hour-long wedding scene at the beginning right needed to be cut up <laughs> that needed to be trimmed to about 20 minutes that's the um, longest longest character establishment scenes that i've seen in a film like right the- and then even 20 minutes before that we're just introduced to these characters and it's just rambling bar you know there's no there's no real exposition it's just sort of you know we're just kind of following these characters right you're you know, they're establishing characters that's it like these guys yeah but it friends yeah. and you know they're, they're kind of oh go ahead it, i mean it the, the only payoff is the deer hunting trip that they have with their buddies and like that's that's yeah. something that they do that's something that they that they always do and and the payoff for that is later in the movie we were like oh shit you know that's that's how it affected him and and he can't even handle that trip the same way yeah you know yeah. it's not the same so but it's like it's it's an hour worth of investment for that one little payoff you know that's mm-hmm. that that scene in the later in the film was only like 5 5 minutes at the most yeah so it's like i agree <laughs> it could have done without so it, that it, first hour it's it's got some pacing issues i think when we get to them and then it jumps like it goes from like the hunting scene to all of a sudden they're prisoners of war like it doesn't go to boot camp it doesn't go to anything it's just and i really i like i was like wait a second i wasn't programming i had to rewind i had to make sure that every i looked it up on wikipedia like did i miss something like what the fuck happened like that was the worst editing cut scene of all time (laughs) um it was it was so frustrating to see no and then the movie starts to find its rhythm i I think Uh, after that there's um are there screenplay based off anything like uh yeah it was based maybe they're trying to cram everything in and like The film was based in part on an unproduced screenplay called The Man Who Came to Play by Louis Garfinkel and Quinn K. Redeker about Las Vegas in Russian roulette. 
So uh, producer bought the script, hired writer-director Michael Semino, who with their blah, blah, rewrote the script, taking the Russian roulette element and placing it in the Vietnam War. So um, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think he just wanted to make a big war drama epic. Mm-hmm. You know, it was shot in like, fuck, where was it? I read where it was, where it was, uh, the, the scenes in Vietnam where they were shot. And it was like the first time they actually shot there or some shit. Filming, the Deer Hunter began principal photography in 77. This was the first feature film depicting the Vietnam War to be filmed on location in Thailand. Mm-hmm. All scenes were shot on location, no sound stages. There was discussion about shooting the film on a back lot, but the material demanded, quote, more realism. So, uh, which, you know, it looks good when they're they're in Vietnam and they're floating down the river and, you know, what's his name's in the red light district and shit like that. Like, it all looks believable. Um, we've seen it done before, and I don't know that this is leaps and bounds any better than any of the other sort of And that Vietnam wasn't what it was trying era. to do either. It wasn't trying to show the realities of, you know, the 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 scenery like how real the war looked correct it was more an internal reality you know the, yes the yeah mental, so Not and then when we when we realize the three get split up and um you know like i said robert de niro sort of the character who kind of keeps his composure the most um, but you just see this sort of fallout of that PTSD, and then it comes to a head, obviously, at the end. It's a little anticlimactic, kind of see it coming. But um, it it did feel, uh, I, I felt like, I felt a little more relieved at, at the end for some reason. I don't know. It felt like, I I think that wedding scene was just so fucking long. And I was like, dude, this is a Vietnam War film. Get with the fucking program. And so when it does become that and the PTSD and all that shit, then the movie kind of comes into a rhythm. You know, I think if you had trimmed 20, 30 minutes off that wedding scene, it would have been a lot more. It would have been a lot more to stomach. You know, I end up watching in two sittings or three, actually. Um, And so... Um, I could see why somebody, you know, especially a younger person watching this in this generation and they just be bored to tears, you know? Um, and it's tough too. Cause it's like, for me, I almost just want to watch the Ed, Ed Burns, not Ed Burns, uh, fucking, uh, it was a documentary that did the Vietnam thing. I'm trying to think of it. Is it Edward Burns? I can't think of it. There's a big, like 20 hour documentary on the Vietnam war. And I started watching it and I never got around to finishing it, but I feel like I just want to watch that. You know, um, this is it. Like you said, it, obviously it's a very internal, it's dealing with the psychology of PTSD and you could sort of take that out of any war. Um, and so, you know, I can see why it did so well in the past. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't, age that well because of the the you know yeah. sort of editing and cuts in the the sort of the directing issues i can see why this director can go on to, to do a bunch um but i feel like it's one of those movies everybody's gonna have to see once Fonzo, you haven't said nothing i'm, I'm a little nervous <laughs> <laughs> well i remember watching this a long time ago on dvd i feel like 
It's one of those classic ones that you see pop up in like people's lists, you know. It's like, oh, this is mm-hmm. a guy movie. And then mm-hmm. my ex's uh, father, um, he he loved it. He swore by it. He's like, you got to watch. I'm like, all right. He's like, it's got Bobby D because we're walking. I'm like, cool, sold, you know. Mm-hmm. So I should see him walking from the last one. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm curious. I said, full on guys flick, you know, character study, and like the the early signs of PTSD way back when, right? Um, and then. I I remember, I, and even back then, as a, like a youngster watching it, you know, because God, when I when I watched it first, it must have been like when DVDs were first coming out, you know. And this was one of the. Is this? Have you seen it all the way through more than once? This was my second time. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, For the first time. Yeah, I was like, I didn't realize how long it was. We, I mean, I just maybe I just had more free time back then. What a concept! <laughs> <laughs> you mean having three kids uh, cuts into your. <laughs> Free time? Unfortunately, yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, if you can imagine that, it's hard to believe, I know. So I had to watch it in pieces in this one. So maybe it seemed a little bit longer. Um, you know, and, and since it is, is so much, you kind of want to watch it all the way in one sitting, but it was just kind of hard. But I remember yeah, it's tough. all the beats. I remember some of the parts. But we get into interrogation, seeing the Russian relay team, and that shit. I remember being intense back then, and it's still intense. It is. It really does. I, I, you know, I didn't give it enough credit, and because that scene is very unnerving, very stressful, and then we see it again, and mm-hmm. it continues on. It just never lets up. We we have to deal with it on more than one occasion. You know, even when there's not a gun to their head, they're still. I mean, that's obviously the the main plot is that they're still sort of, it's like, you know, they can't get away from it. Right. So, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, like you said, it's a, it's a part of them. And, and yeah, I, um, like I said, maybe this time around watching in pieces probably helped a little bit because it wasn't so long. But uh, mm. I just, just seeing young De Niro, young Walken doing their fucking thing, man. And it works. It's, it's like magic. I don't know. I, uh, I really enjoy, I enjoyed it again. I I didn't think hmm. I was going to, but surprisingly I did. I mean, Hang on. Over street and just um and I can see why some people's listening. yeah, granted the three hour running time, you know, it, it can scare off some people, but if you watch it in pieces, you know, if you watch it in a week, it you know, it's not it's not so bad. But I mean I got no problem with three hour hour right. film. You know, yeah. that's that's right. all day, every day for me. Yeah. Um, if, it's a, if it's like a Terrence Malick piece or something, if the third, it, if a third of the movie is some eccentric Russian wedding, I got a problem. <laughs> you have problem with Russian wedding or something? <laughs> yeah. So, well, man, to me, again, watching it again, it was like watching it all brand new again. So, I mean, there were some things. Like I said, the interrogation scene, you almost kind of wait for it. So. That part, once it got there, I'm like, yeah, this part. I remember being intense. So yeah. it wasn't like somebody would go back and just watch that scene. Glad I didn't. It was, it was just nice to revisit it and and take it in again, like like it was the first time. And God damn, that shit doesn't fucking hold up. You know, been duplicated a lot from other movies, I'm sure, but yeah, that's where it originated from. No, I was trying to see the director's original. name, see what else he's done. That's what I'm saying. He does not. He he basically. I mean, he does some other like. Does this movie called Heaven's Gate a couple years later, yeah. um, but nothing that you'd sort of recognize. Um, yeah, Desperate Hours of Sicilian Year of the Dragon. Um, 
none of the stuff I've seen or even heard of. The Sun Chasers was uh, Woody Harrelson. Mm. But, yeah. And the Heaven's Gate also had uh, Christopher Walken in it. Okay. Chris yeah, Christopherson, Sam Watterson, John Hurt. Ah, they got a ton of actors in this. Yeah, I was oh. like, well, no, they they use their same actors. You can tell they had a good time on making one. Yeah, time. yeah, they build a rapport with the actors. Right. Yeah, we've certainly seen mm-hmm. that before. Um, so yeah, it's a tough one. It's like, you know, when I was in that wedding scene, I was like, dude, this movie's a waste of time. <laughs> and then <laughs> when I got to the to the the uh, Russian roulette scene, I'm like, damn, this movie's a slater. Yep. <laughs> and then and then when I'm sort of like wrapping it up, I'm like, okay, like this is a solid dollar. Um the thing is I don't know that I'm ever gonna watch this movie again. You know, I I think the older we get, the more the more like this kind of stuff isn't you know, we've had this talk talk before. The movie's not entertaining as opposed to it just makes you feel stressed and anxious. And you know, it's one thing to be educated. I mean, me and Chris were just talking about Holocaust and how many calories your average uh, prisoner in in a, in a uh, Holocaust camp were eating. You know, how what's the bare minimum you could live off of? You know, six, seven, eight hundred calories. You know, Tony's been doing that shit for years, right? He's, <laughs> exactly. Tony, what's the bare minimum calories you can live off of? Uh, what do you mean, like per day? Yeah, probably around that. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of survive. I mean, you ain't gonna be very productive, but yeah, you could probably even even less than that. You could probably go down to yeah. like four hundred. It's especially depending on you know the quality of food, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I mean, anyways, a lot of these a lot of these work camp were living off that. You know, they were basically given coffee in the morning, some kind of gruel for lunch and then a piece of bread with some butter in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know why I got down that fucking rabbit hole. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, it, what? So I started reading, uh, firsthand encounters and experiences, right? Oh, okay. The survivors. Mm-hmm. And it was educational. It was, stressful it was reading it and you go oh god damn could you imagine the conditions like fuck you watch Schindler's List you know you watch these movies you know the deer hunter you watch they're fucking sitting in the water right the rats and shit you're like oh so fucking uncomfortable but at the same time the movie's trying to be somewhat entertaining to kind of keep you engaged you know um you're not watching this movie to educate yourself on it it's to entertain you and it and it kind of falls short on that because it just makes you feel sick to your stomach it's like watching leaving las vegas you know it's just like oh my god are you fucking kidding me um so it's it's a good film it's a good film mm-hmm. that it's hard to recommend right and at the same time i don't want to watch it again because it's so fucking hard it's so hard to stomach, but again, it's a good film. I mean, like you said, when they're there in that scene with mm-hmm. Robert De Niro and, and Christopher Walken are looking at each other and he keeps slapping him in the face and he's like, do it. 
You know, it's like, fuck. And then at the end, when they're staring at each other, and he's like, remember the trees, remember the trees. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like so. you were saying, like even the monotonous scenes of the, of the wedding you don't like, right? But it feels like he wanted to capture ev- everything of it. Everything. Like if you were actually there, right? With the rice, with the, the, the gifts. I mean, just from from getting there to afterwards, right? Um, in the in the car, a dinner was the only there taking off. It seemed like there was a lot of stuff he could have put on the cutting room floor and nobody had the heart to tell him. So he's like, okay, cool. We'll put it out there, yeah. That's just long. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, the, the like normally I, I don't I, I don't appreciate movies that have like daily minutia. Like the they talk about the little things that you know that aren't theatrical. Um, but this movie, like it, it kind of made a a, a three hour drama out of the minutia of war. Like it's not a Rambo, you know. It's not he's not taking you know taking over a bunker and like explosions yeah. and gunfire. It wasn't that, you know. It was, and it wasn't the crazy, crazy horrors of war. It wasn't yeah. you know people getting Agreed. shot up and people getting burned and people you know like th- there was those are two extremes. There is some that, gore. There's a little bit of gore, but it's, there's a little it's bit, very, right? It's very limited and it's very poignant. It's very yes. specific. Kind yeah, of thing. It, it wasn't the highlight of the film. Most other yeah. films that go after the topic of war go to one of those extremes like they want to show you how horrible it can be you know or or you know the heroes of the war this one didn't it's like it it took a different route where it's kind of like just yeah war sucks but it's not just the physical it's the mental you know and the, and and that that's what i feel like this movie really really yeah, i mean the movie's definitely a psychological psychological exactly yeah and and, uh, and I, I was saying like the, like the minutia of you know of, um being in a pow you know being a being a pow and and like you think about yeah getting tortured but do you ever think about listening to other people get tortured you know and not even torture. This is just like guys playing games with people's lives and you have to yeah. listen to it. And it's like, it's like you don't hear people screaming in agony because they're getting tortured and burned or, you know, pierced or cut. But that the Steve guy, he reacted of the horror, the mental horror, the psychological horror of having be, being forced into Russian roulette. I was like, that's, that's really good. Like that's, that's a good thing to point out about, War, it's something that you don't normally hear about the 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 nuances of how bad it can get when mm-hmm. it's not entirely of blood and guts. Yeah, you yeah. know mm-hmm. that made it. And I watched it episodically, like you y'all did. You know, I mm-hmm. watched it in parts, yeah. and I think that's sure. might be the best way to consume it because um, it does feel episodic. You know, there's the first. Well, definitely. I mean, like, yeah, we're, like we mentioned, it's, yeah. there's almost three distinct films. Right, right. Just three episodes, and it, it works that way. That's how I would recommend people watch it. I mean, it's tough to watch three hours of anything. So, um, it's it, it it does seem like one of those movies people should watch just to have a a, a better appreciation and respect for people who go to war for us and 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 have been in war because it's it's something that i never thought about and never exposed i've 
been I, you know I've, I've seen the the extremes but this one in the middle like you know like when he's like uh, walken's character um is you know spoiler alert at the at the hospital and the doctor's trying to talk to him and a simple question about you know who are your parents you know last name and he couldn't answer and he broke yeah. down i was like shit that's that's rough yeah. you know <laughs> you know he's remember, fine um... you know he was fine he was rescued he was safe but he's it's he wasn't his... fine in his head mm-hmm. you know i remember um uh, the early sam mendes film with jake gyllenhaal jarhead and it follows sort of that oh, that mundane right. experience right. you know that one took place in the middle east mm-hmm. and um i remember that was a good film that was kind of a psychological thriller that you know didn't show the horrors of war but just sort of the the monotony and how mm-hmm. that can bore you to death and you know it's like hurry up and wait hurry up and wait hurry up and wait yeah that's right and um i think that one did well and this one also kind of you know look at their they're just kind of sitting around it's like they're not they're just you know and the, the guy's like i'm going home ace <laughs> but you ain't going home yeah because you're you're broken i mean you know um so but then some people can handle it better you know yeah. mm-hmm. so, locker where yeah. drummer runner went home and he just couldn't function at home mm-hmm. yeah they get institutionalized by war yeah. so so anyways yeah i mean the truth is it's a dollar um it, it, you know it, it's not a it's not a slater it, it's not a great film um, I mean, it it has great moments, and it's it certainly should be up there, especially with in Robert De Niro sort of you know his uh, his filmography. Absolutely, it's a hard one to rewatch. Yeah, for that, it, yeah, yeah. But it like you said, um, but in pieces, you know, it works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, Tony, you nailed it on the head. It's like watch it in that. Um, uh, uh, episodic yeah. is a perfect word for it. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a dollar for sure. Solid dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Which is a, a surprise coming from me. It's 1978, three hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, good job, Harley. Fonzo? I feel like they're going to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a certified. That's why I certified to know, though. Yeah. Yeah, you gave it a dollar, right, Fonza? Yeah, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. So are we ready for the game? Let's do it. Uh, absolutely. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. <laughs> Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. Hey. <laughs> I always want to say that for some reason. All right, you got your paper up, you got your pen, you ready to take scores? I'm I'm here. I'm you got, I'm yeah, everyone's you got everyone's I'm ready score? to rock and roll. I ain't fucking around. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Howdy, y'all. It's uh 
it's me, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've, I've hunted a few deer in my time. And, well, <laughs> I think Harley may have, too, because I think he's going to give this film a Slater. Mm. And, uh, well, Tony, I don't know if he likes hunting because uh, he's going to give this film a waste of time. Mm. And, uh, well, Fonzo, well, he's going to give this film a dollar because he's never seen a deer in his life. (laughs) (laughs) Is that true, Fonzo? Have either one of you ever seen a deer in the wild? In the wild? You know, you might be onto something there. I have uh, seen, I see deer every day. Wild <laughs> deer. I see them every single day. They get in your yard? They, uh, yes. They eat our food. They eat our vegetables. Uh, eat them eat back. Just about everything. Well, that's the thing. They're protected. We can't hunt them in town, in the city. Oh. Yeah. Which I'm kind of okay with, because otherwise you'd have a bunch of fucking hillbillies shooting at deer out front of their living rooms. And, uh, you know, eventually somebody's going to miss and shoot, you know, my fucking 11-year-old walking home from the bus stop. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, we have deer everywhere. People hit deer all the fucking time with their cars because they're wandering across the street. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, dear it's, Lord. Are you serious? No shit. <laughs> but um <laughs> so yes uh, I never hunted deer I never hunted I never have you ever met Billy Ray in person no I've never met but I feel like I have now he, he just called in yeah unfortunately he only scored two points hmm. but that's okay because Art only has one point Donaldo only has two uh, Angie only has three and now Reed has six. Cool. Well, there you go. Thanks a lot, Billy. Uh, I was say Reed, but I mean Billy Ray. Yeah. Billy Reed. I mean, you, you know where that whole, uh, you might have missed it, Harley, a messenger, but there was this one rap song um, that he got Billy Ray to feature on it, and I guess it was the controversy about it. It was like on the. the, the we talked about it on the podcast last time. Brought Billy it up. Ray. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if Harley remembers, but I, I played it on the podcast last week. By the way, silent. I don't think he remembers. So. <laughs> <laughs> you start playing country music, and I, I fucking tune out. Sorry, eyes roll back in his head. Yeah. Shit makes my ears bleed. I'm a dance music guy. That's what I listen to, not fucking country music. Word up. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is your homeboy, Artie Ray Cyrus. Call oh, this not, to be out, not to be outdone. <laughs> Artie Ray Cyrus. That is badass right there. That's a nice ring to it, actually. Yeah. Damn. I love that they're I'm, back to back, too. Yeah, that's cool. No, that good for nothing Kiwi is going to try to steal my voice. But I'm gonna have to break his ache to break your heart and beat him to it. Anyway, <laughs> no, he did. No, he did. He said it, people. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> funny because he didn't beat him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The movie that was taken by fucking Harley. Harley. Now that's a, now that's a nice American name right there. <laughs> Let me learn you something. Harley is an American name. Get with that's it. That's right. Anyway, that's y'all. That's right. He picked the Deer Hunter. Three hours of fucking movie. This movie is steep, y'all. Let me learn you something right here, buddy. This movie is hard to the motherfucking core. Even though it deals with some Yankees up in Pennsylvania, it has Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, and a bunch of other Meryl Street in their prime. I in their goddamn prime, boy. You know what I'm saying? Take your ass down to that little old town, country town road, wherever the fuck my new song is. But anyway, he picked this movie. It is heavy. It is deep. I'm gonna say hardly gave it a dollar. Easy. I'm gonna say my homeboy Fonzo. I don't know. I'm gonna say Fonzo. He had to give it a dollar. This is a cinematic experience for her. You gotta pick, give this dollar, and that good for nothing pencil neck geek MCP. I say in love. I say in love there, MCP. I say you gave it a waste of time because oh. I, for one, don't think you like these kind of movies. So there you go. Gonna make you break my heart, my ass out here. Take care. Wow. That would have that would have helped him out if he had got that one right. Oh, he did okay. He got three sure. points, but if he got that one right, he would have scored six mm. or five, excuse me. So he's oh, in second oh, place with four points. Still yeah. close. Yeah. You know, if he'd spend less time talking shit and more time learning the kind of movies I like, he'd get more points. No, we've been doing a podcast with you for four hundred fucking episodes, Tony. I would. Nobody have... knows. What the fuck you like? Nobody pays attention. <laughs> Nobody. I would have. I would have guessed both of you were going to go to waste of time. See? Oh damn! You got to play your own game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Next. What's going on, bad boys? Happy WrestleMania Sunday. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm sure most of you are enjoying it. Probably not, Just Tony. Me. But anyways. <laughs> damn! He's taking shots at me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I hope you guys had a good weekend. So on to the picks. The Deer Hunter Classic. Um. I think I'll start with Fonzo and Tony giving it a dollar, and Harley giving it a Slater. Mm. The Little Shop of Horror. Oh. Wow. Damn. I figured D would have gotten it. The- yeah, exactly. Fucking everyone's so close. Like, get them all right. Mm-hmm. He's he's tied with Hart with four points. Dang. All right. Throwing them off. Last but not least. Okay, honey. I'm going to call in my picks for this week's homework. Uh, Harley, he picked the uh, the Diddy Hunter. Uh, partially. The what? Whoa, what? Is she doing Vietnamese? Mate, is that what it is? Is that what it is? Sound like we interrogated. <laughs> In the Vietnam. Uh, this is a very long movie. Uh, yeah, I think he's going oh, yeah. to like it, though. I think he's going to like it a lot. Um, I'm going to say that he's going to give it a Slater, and I'm going to double down on that one. Oh. Uh, oh. Oof. Oof. Mm, yeah. Tough. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Uh, and then the other two, MCP and uh, Fonzo, are only gonna give it a dollar. I think a little too long, too long for them for that movie. Um, but uh, that is my pick for the Deer Hunter. Well, she went Indian. I'm confused. Is she no, doing Vietnamese no, or no. Indian? 
She's she's transitioning. She sound like them ladies that be doing them nails. Yes. Like she, she was, <laughs> yeah. Right there. Oh, that's Laotian. Say what? That's Laotian. Oh, Kazoo. The nail, the nail, the nail right ladies. Them be from Laos. Oh, right. no, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, like, that's tough. I was so confident too. She she would have done okay. Um, no, she would have done great if she would have put her in first place. Um, she does get two points though. She loses a point for for my Slater, but she gets the accent, so that evens out. But then she gets your guys' two points because she had three points last week. That puts her with five ties, or that puts her in second place. Just like that. Look at that. Boom. Mm-hmm. 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 Now watch out, boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The internet's cutting out, or it's just weird, awkward silences. Weird, awkward silences. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. All right, ma'am. I thought I was tired. What's what's going on? What's what's the, where's the energy, fellas? Come on now. Well, I mean, you know, we're talking about the saddest movie of all time. <laughs> I mean, okay. well, maybe this will liven it up here, huh? Yeah. There you go. Little shop of horrors. Yeah. Yeah. This is no more homework. Is this homework for both of y'all, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I was the only one that that's that has seen it. Saw it as a kid. A nerdy florist finds his chance for success and romance with the help of a giant man eating plant who demands to be fed. That old chestnut. Yeah. I gotta say, having um played Plants vs. Zombies. This was this movie was extra fun, so maybe maybe if y'all have uh, played Plants vs Zombies and you haven't seen, I it. have I've played it. I've yeah, played it. cool. Yeah. Had a good time with it. So yeah, this follows a uh, plant shop owner. It, it plants from outer state, outer space. Does it say it's from outer space in the synopsis? Nope. Just yeah, no, it does plant. in the the pre. Before the movie, opening credits, yeah, the yeah, the opening to the Star Wars shit. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, I I picked this because we just came off of a a musical that um, Reed assigned last time, and I was like, I I have to give another musical a chance, um, just to see if I. Lost uh, if I if, just to see if it's uh, that I don't like musicals really or hairspray just sucked. Um, I have to say I enjoyed this one. This is this is still fun. I did have an ounce of uh, nostalgia in there, but the musical numbers were more fun in this. And to start the to to start it off, they have the chorus. You know the girls that are singing, but. When they're in the storyline, when they're in the storyline, that's like they're not singing; they're just like regular people in the story. Um, and I think I I, dig, I dug that uh, that that way of uh, storytelling. Um, y'all are awfully quiet. <laughs> Oh, well, you were still talking, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Harley's, the one one Harley's the one that. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. I was like, I'm always interrupt. Wow. I was like, I, I'm, I should be getting interrupted about now. Well, I, 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 geeked, I geeked down the very beginning when I saw Martin reunion with, with Gina and Pam. I had no oh, idea. Oh, I said the same thing. I was telling Chris that. Yeah, I was, I was like, like oh, dude, shit. 
That's the chick from Martin. Oh, and, she's like, and, they, what? And, they, and they popped up every time throughout the time singing. So yeah, yeah all the cool. musical pieces. I yeah. dug that too. That's right. I knew I recognized them separately, but I didn't put them together in the same in Martin. Right? They b- were both in Martin. Um, yeah, yes. both were. Yeah. Yeah. Jean, one was Gina. like the angry neighbor. Yeah. Bah, okay, that's where she's from. It's kind of like Al Bundy's nemesis. It was yeah. like, uh, his nemesis. It was like cool. Yeah, it was cool. Pam. And that's Gina awesome. was his his girl. So damn, Gina. If it's wrong. Yeah. That, so that was yeah. pretty cool when I saw them together. Well, like, oh, that's interesting that they've been together for a long time. Then, yeah, you that's well, and they're doing the work again. They from the early nineties. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of neat. And then just yeah. you know those quick cameos from like freaking crazy ass Bill Murray <laughs> to John Candy. Um, man, Steve Martin wasn't his best. Was fucking his... Steve Martin? Oh, Steve God, Martin, that motherfucker was awesome. That shit. Yes. What was that, Tony? Yeah, that bit, the Steve Martin bit, and yeah. the uh, fucking dentist, the Bill Murray, the, oh, those those were amazing scenes. Yeah, like, the, those shows out of control. Steve Martin was like, he was getting like Ben Stiller territory to me. I was like, oh my gosh, this he's he's a little too much for me. I was like, oh really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know. This is weird. Dancing is awkward. So I'm like, this is a musical, right? Everybody else stands well and dances well. He's doing it kind of goofy. So I don't know if that was his thing, but I don't know. Yeah, it does seem like that's a Steve Martin thing to do. Yeah, it was more like his thing instead of actually trying to really dance or sing. But um, I was impressed by the effects, too, uh, from the plant. Like, uh, when it was bigger, I thought it was really cool. Dude, the, too. The, yeah, the practical effects. The, yeah. Like, especially when he opens his mouth and all the mm-hmm. shit inside's moving yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that was, that was really, neat. really um, good props. and Absolutely. I didn't know it, it was from space. So I thought that was, I was also new as well. Hmm. And then uh, what? What year did this come out? Um, Eighty six. Are we spoiling it? Or yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. We can spoil fucking wackiness at the end, man. Which just banana. Was yes. just like it's it's fitting because this movie's fucking bonkers, right? It's. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking to myself. I'm like, kids. I like. Would we ever see a movie like this now? Well, we think it's too far fetched. We think it's fucking crazy. But back then, they're writing the script. They 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 totally wrote it for screen and. Um, I don't, and now it's like I'm, I'm sure it's a musical somewhere in Broadway too, um, but the fact that, that you know this in the '80s, like we, we we get stories like this, right? But it worked, and this is a musical too to make it even um, uh, difficult to pitch. I think I don't know, but fuck man, it got made and it got special effects done, and, and Rick Moranis is just a national treasure, man. I just love like I like he's an actor without even like having the actor looks right, like a like a Cary Grant, like a chisel, like when, like a George Clooney when people say actor, right? Like he's like an everyday man where like he can you can fit him in any role and he's great, right? But he's just like the little schlub, but he, he he can get the girl. He can be that guy. I don't know. Like I was really rooting for him and stuff. So um I just wish, you know, wish, wish, this is this is a call out for Rick Moranis. Where are you at, man? Come <laughs> come back to us, man. You know? He he there was some st- stuff about why he's largely retired from his the... wife died or something, right? Some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he take care of his family too. or something and keep right. him out of a, the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So totally understandable. So, um, but yeah, again, um, uh, we get a musical opening with uh, you gotta you gotta sing where you're from or <laughs> the city. But we got this is Baltimore now right. here in Skid Row. Like <laughs> we got, we always gotta start a musical I guess where, where you're from. So <laughs> that was kind of funny because that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that fucking dentist bit, it's like, Jesus Christ, man, this guy's out of control. Um, like when Gina and Pam just pop up every time. Um, I was surprised. I, I mean, I thought for sure 
I'd seen clips of it or I maybe glanced at it, but it's just so surreal that I hadn't seen it till to then till recently. So, hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I I was enjoying it. I was having a good time with it. So, mm-hmm. where are you guys coming with this? I was jamming with the plant, man. Like when it's like it's like picking it's a the pot. It's it's like slamming the pot down. It's like banging it down to the beat. I was like, yeah, it's raging. Let's go. <laughs> well, even the little effect too when it started growing, where it expanded. Yeah, yeah. that was really neat, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the guy that does the voice too, you know, he's probably a um... Levi Stubbs. Yeah, he's got to be a singer for sure. I'm... Yeah, he was a member of the Four Tops. Okay, well, there you go. Um, and uh... oh shit, and he played uh, Mother Brain and Captain N the Game Master. Remember that game? What? Remember that? Mm. Remember that cartoon? Yeah, he played Mother Breeze. He, he has a he has a, a remarkably powerful voice. Oh yeah, <sighs> absolutely. Come on, see more, feed me more. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking too, like, what the fuck is he gonna do? He can't keep giving him his fingers. Feed him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all his fingers are all hungry. taped up and bandaged, yeah. bandaged up. He's like, I, he's like, I can't anymore. And I was like, uh, I think Seymour uh, and um, what's her face, RG one, <laughs> we're talking. And then, uh, and then, um, we see, what was it, the, the boss or something? He gets upset. And then, um, I was thinking, oh, this is where, um, the plant really comes to life where he's like opening the door for him and like talking to him and just like, you know, give him the confidence. And, uh, it's just really, I don't know. It's just so wacky. Like, but it fucking works, right? You're in this world. <laughs> right. And, and it kind of, uh, sets the stage at the beginning when he's like oh look i've got this plant that you know it's it's unique looking and it's like oh no no one's no one's gonna no one's gonna come in and buy that and then they that wacky first customer comes in he's like hey i saw your unique plant oh i want to get what a dozen like a dozen roses for 50 bucks yeah oh you don't have change for 100 well i I guess guess i gotta get two of them then huh (laughs) (laughs) like it set the stage for a wacky world that i was like okay all right let's go Oh boy! Uh oh, he sniffed. Here we, here we go. We're in trouble. Well, what do you expect? What's a fucking movie is about? Fucking Steve Moranis and Steve Martin, and it's a fucking a human eating plant with a black man's voice. I mean, this movie. So you saw it all coming, like you were fucking prepared. awesome, <laughs> dude! I had so much fun with this movie. We yes. watched it with the kids. When he's when the fucking plant breaks out into song, yes. I was like, "That's it. This is the best musical I think I've ever seen." Like, <laughs> when, when when he goes, "Feed me, Seymour," yes. I'm like, I literally <laughs> my jaw dropped because I never seen it before, so I had no fucking clue. Um, I I remember like the DVD cover, and so I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is the one with the fucking." the big Venus flytrap, right? I had no idea that it turns into this giant thing that fills the room. The movie's paced is really well. Like it starts off really quickly. Um, there's just enough dialogue to move the, the plot along. Some, some musicals have a problem where every piece of dialogue is sung. And so the, the plot doesn't move, move along so point. much because there's not a lot of dialogue to move very, it, you know, very good point. And this one actually has some, you know, some simple dialogue to explain, you know, that what's her name's relationship to fucking 
Steve Martin, and he's kind of this weird, like, I don't know what the fuck you'd call him. I mean, I love the fact that he's Ryan O'Harley. He's a fucking dentist who loves, you know, making <laughs> yeah. pain. Uh-huh. Were you all tied finds... up? No, 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 just handcuffs. Jesus Christ. And then he fucking meets Bill Murray, who's all about the pain. Fucking weird. And like you said, I think it was Tony or Fonzo, I can't remember which one he fucking said it. You're all the same. It gets batshit at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets just straight batshit. And, and then, and then we, I don't know, did you guys watch the director's cut? No. Where they take over the world? What? Oh, okay. I gotta watch it now. Dude, I'm telling you. So Chris had never seen it. There's. Let's pull it up on, on Wikipedia because I watched the director's cut. I don't know how long it was. Let me see. MDB, I have it. How did yours end, Tony? Um, with uh, Rick Moranis, um, Seymour, and Audrey one, like happily ever after. Okay, the director's cut is unhappily ever after. Everybody gets eaten, and they <laughs> <take over> the <laughs> fucking world. What? That's oh, awesome. dude, yeah, yeah, that's what I had. Like it was fucking total Godzilla, dude. Yeah. What? Gets, oh, yeah. dude, it was badass. Like, oh, that's, that's not what, what I that's got. What, that's what I'm saying. When this shit got wacky and bonkers, dude, this fucking gigantic, and and it looks cool too. Yeah. It's breaking through the buildings. And there's effects. one shot what? with it on the bridge. And oh. it's break. Oh, dude, and it says the end with a question mark. It's like, oh, how funny. Yeah. Like, totally okay, didn't see that. Let me read this to you. The theatrical ending. Seymour returning in time to save Audrey escapes the store with her, explaining that he fed the plant to become successful successful and win Audrey's heart. Seymour discovers she has always loved him, approached by an executive named uh, Patrick Brown from a botanical company. Seymour's offered a contract to breed Audrey too and sell the saplings worldwide. Horrified by the idea, Seymour tries he must look at the poetry Audrey. too. I mean, it's kind of like huge, huge plan. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, exactly. The city. people and the, yeah, and it's got the buildings in the back. That's Returning so funny. to the shop, Seymour <laughs> learns that Audrey too is actually an alien from outer space. Audrey 2 traps Seymour and destroys the shop, but Seymour grabs an exposed electrical cable and electrocutes Audrey 2, leaving the destroyed shop. Seymour safely reunites with Audrey. The two wed and move to the suburbs, blah, blah, blah. The original ending. During production, director Oz shot a 23-minute ending based on the off-Broadway musical's ending. However, after audiences at the previous screening did not react positively to it, the ending had to be rewritten and reshot for the theatrical release with a happier ending. So, Tony, you got to watch the the the, the uh, director's cut. I'd be happy it's to. It's even more batshit. I'd be happy. It looks, to. It looks rad too. It, yeah, it, it's totally fitting. Yeah, yeah. And it cool. kind of like it kind of like has some social commentary about like consumerism and how we. Like, we'll get obsessed with something no matter how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. So, yeah, I'm def- I'm buying it for a dollar. I had a good time with it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Absolutely. It's a high dollar. I mean, it's I'm not a big music buff, but if I was, right. it could be a potential slate. I'd happily watch this again. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, potential for. Oh, I'm gonna watch this again. I got. I'm. I'm looking at clips on YouTube of the if the out? director's cut. Yeah. this is okay. awesome. Holy yeah, shit. see, yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> sure it's fucking nuts. Yes, and like I said, the whole 
Plants vs. Zombies thing. It just, it, it, since I've been playing it, um, this is a lot of fun seeing yeah. this thing, like, terrorize, terrorize the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's some good shit. Yeah. It has potential for a Slater. I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I was singing along and everything, so, yeah. um, I give it a dollar for now. I'm definitely gonna watch it again it's for the, uh, director's cut. I'd buy that for a dollar! Yeah, it, the musicals, yeah, definitely have potential for a dollar. I mean, the songs are catchy. If you, you know, you know the lines, you know the movies. It, what got me thinking when you were talking earlier? Uh, keep going. I'm sorry, I was interrupting. <laughs> oh no, I was just saying that. Dog, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, musicals are very, very high potential for the watchability. The last one we watched, it it did a good job of balancing that the seriousness of the civil rights movement with a musical. But it was always rooted in that seriousness. There's a lot of heavy commentary about, you know, fat people and black people and, and fat black people. You know, you can click that if you'd like. But um, this one is there's no like seriousness to it. It's literally just trying to be batshit crazy. And so it's more fun. You can just enjoy it for being over the top. And so from a, like a replayability standpoint, I'd much rather watch Little Shop of Horrors than, than uh, Hairspray over again. This one is just, uh, especially when the plant starts talking, spoiler alert, when he breaks in a song, oh my fucking dude, it's brilliant. And they couldn't have got a better guy. I mean, uh, Levi Stubbs, 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 yeah. Fucking amazing. I don't know how they got him to do it, right. but fucking brilliant. I mean, it's you can't picture that Audrey without his voice, you know. Like he's just absolutely, that's incredible. Absolutely. So my only was Ellen Green now, who plays Audrey. Her titties weren't big enough. That's that's Uh, my only. Oh boy. Well, that or the famous line where Steve Martin's like, "Mama." (laughs) 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 Motherfucker! All the fucking rude ass shit he does. He fucking he he, like knees that kid in the chest while he's fucking twisting his. Yeah, dude, he's a he's a nutcase. Yeah, something on nitrous, like Jesus Christ, what the fuck? What about Bill Murray? You are something special. Oh, yeah. You oh, are yeah. something he's special. pretty out there too. Dude, that becomes like borderline inappropriate for kids to watch. Yes, it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Right on, right on. I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna not have a uh, uh, easy time guessing this one as well. They should do okay. All right, we'll see. Yeah, here we go. Feed me, <laughs> perfect. Who, who? Yeah, who, who didn't know? Who didn't? Who didn't think uh, Reed had seen this movie? Right. Right. Well, yeah. he didn't. Didn't he say he? Um, he was in it. He was in the musical when he was a kid. That's right. Yeah. See. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Not on tonight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Little Shop of Horrors. Now, uh, as I said last week, I've been in this production. I've seen a couple of other stage productions of it. I really enjoy just the uh, the weirdness of this production. But are the bad boys going to love it? Well... Uh, don't don't think it's fine. Um, you know, Fonzo last week was 
questioning whether he's a fan of of musicals. Now, I don't know if he'll like the musical portion of this, but he certainly like the horror aspects. Um, Tony's probably going to want to give this waste of time, but I think he might enjoy himself. And Harley, well, he likes plants. So, <laughs> I think this is going to be a certified no. No, I heard a certified D. Yep. Booga. No accent, though. I almost sound like he sounded like he did in the beginning, but... Yeah, but he, he left it, so... But that's still four points. Right. That's that's the commanding lead now. Yep. Uh, yeah. Have a good show, guys. Bad boys for Thanks, Rape. There you go. That's a fucking true champ right there. Uh, right? I, I mean... I mean, just... Nicest guy. Just... Couldn't be happier that the read is part of this podcast. And two musicals back to back. He's fucking loving life. Oh right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's just eating that shit up for sure. Next. And Reed's playing Whoa. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh boy. Finally, the art has come back to the Bad Boys podcast. I don't know if you Rudy Poos know, this is fucking WrestleMania Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I don't know, this is a horrible impersonation, but I'm going with it. So this week's <laughs> fucking extra was picked by that pencil neck geek. I do mean it this time, MCP. And what he picked, I guess he got musicals on his mind. He picked fucking Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors, what do I think? Ah, uh, this is kind of, like, we just recently saw this with my kids, they liked it. I'm going to say easy. I'm going to have to go Donaldo. Donaldo this motherfucker on the bad boy. So dollars for everyone. Those are my picks. Hope you Rudy Poos have a great show. Take care. See you later. Out. There you go. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Why is that? I don't. I don't think. I, I don't know that I can give him a bonus point for that accent. That no, because he, he, really he dropped it. That's pretty. Yeah. He dropped the accent when he gave his picks. Like that's like he couldn't maintain it long enough to be able to draw to give the picks. Play it again. Play it again. All right. Here we go. I need. MCP. I say you. It can break my heart. My ass. The art has come back. To the Bad Boys Podcast. I don't know if you Rudy Poos know, this is fucking WrestleMania Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I don't know, this is a horrible impersonation, but I'm going with it. So this week's fucking extra was picked by that pencil neck geek. I do mean it this time, MCP. And what he picked, I guess he got musicals on his mind. He picked fucking Little Shop of Horrors. At this point, he sounds like art. Mm -hmm. Little Shop of Horrors, what do I think? Ah, uh, this is kind of like we just recently saw this with my kids. They liked it. I'm gonna say easy. I'm gonna have to go Donaldo. No, he's done. You can stop. You he's can done, stop. He right? don't get no bonus point. There's no exactly. accent. He gets four points. Yeah, he still he gets got, four points. Yeah, he has. Oh, yeah, he still did great. I mean, he still got the certified D. So, still gets four points. It puts him uh, in second place with eight. Cool. There you go. Damn. Good job, Art. I almost want to give him the point for the energy, right? But then, 
I don't know. I mean, D comes with the energy every week too, and so I feel <laughs> like he never does the accents, but he's always got the Donaldo. So yeah, it's tough. For, uh, no points. No points. Heard of it. So I looked at the trailer, and I absolutely lost it when Steve Martin came in and accidentally punched that nurse. Oh my <laughs> god, I was cracking up. It was pretty funny. But anyway, kids were laughing at that part. <laughs> uh. Again, Fonzo and Tony think they're going to give it a dollar, and I think Harley's going to give this one a waste of time. So, yeah, those are my picks, and uh, take it easy, guys. Bad voice for life. Why? I feel like Donaldo needs to certify D all the time. But he does usually, though. Right, he normally does. And when he doesn't, but like right now, I I want to know why he thinks you would give it a waste of time. Why why would Harley give it a waste of time? What was your reasoning? What was going on in your head? Yeah, he was it what? It's it just a roulette wheel. You just spun it in your head, right? Yeah, I don't know. So close. No, I mean it is the second. What is it, second week? First week? Second, second yeah, week. Uh, second week. Yeah. And it was ball game. You know, score the most points. Mm. Hit the home run. Make there a touchdown. It is, kids. Hole in one. All right. Last but not least. Here we go. And then MCP, he picked the movie Little Shop of Horrors, which is... Hey, she's Audrey. Oh, uh, I was going to say, say yeah, is she doing Audrey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, thought she was playing I remember from my childhood. Um, so my best guess is going to be that you guys will give it, oh, um, a certified Donaldo. Oh, I hope I'm right. Um, uh, have a good night, boys, and I'm um, bad boys for life. Love you. Damn, there you go. Straight up, Audrey. Another, another person I saw the movie and liked it. Mm-hmm. Made it easier. Oh, that's just, for, made it that easier just, to get her picks. That oh. just tied her for first place. God damn. Just like that. Mm-hmm. She got four points for all right, and then she gets another accent. So that's another five points on top of five points after the deer hunter. Puts her at ten. See y'all? Accents, man. I'm telling y'all. If 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 these motherfuckers lose the first championship, <laughs> she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> like she came out of retirement and just somebody like, you know what? I, I still got it. I still got it. Well, and she left the champ, didn't she? Just fucking through the titles, like man, y'all keep it, y'all fight for it. Done. <laughs> Good job. Good yeah, job, everybody. Except for D. Oh, so yeah, we got a D at six, art at eight. That no no accent art with eight breed and Angie at ten. Anyone's ball game? Any, game. Yeah, Long yeah. Without a doubt, yeah, for but sure. That's that's a that's a strong effort right there. That's that's how it's done, man. That's fucking championship material right there. No reads looking in the rear view, like oh shit, it's fucking Angie. Yeah, what are, what are no. they gonna have to work with next week? Yeah, I'm having a good time. It's a good show, good times. All right, what do you got for homework? What do we got? What do we got? Huh? Oh shit, car just peeled out. I was like, what? <laughs> so I had two. I had two in mine. 
Uh, what was it? Let's see. I know I was going to fucking forget. God damn it. One was a little movie called uh, Cross or um, Dragged Across Concrete. If you guys remember, oh. if you guys see the, if you guys no. see the director's name, Craig Zoller. Yeah. One, once two over those cops get suspended from the force, they must delve into the criminal underworld to get their proper compensation. Dirty cop. Oh, Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Michael J. White. Oh shit. Now do you see who? Now you see who directed it. Yeah, the name does sound familiar, but what else has he done? Let's click on that. Oh, just check it out. Check oh, Bone Tomahawk, but I never saw that. And I never saw Brawl either. Oh, god damn. All right, I haven't seen Fuck any of these guys. I wanted to pump up the fucking director. <laughs> he ain't even that's seen probably, it. That's right, I hadn't seen it. What was the other one? I can't fucking remember now. God oh, this one? There's no short film. Two hours and thirty nine minutes. That's the that's the that's the problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. Okay. It makes this a good movie. A good film, right? Yeah, yeah I'm trying to remember. How the fuck did I see that other one? Maybe it'll come to me, but for right now. Yeah, let's just look. I mean, I'm happy. Tony, you got any objections? Uh, no, other than that was on that was on my list too. Oh, oh somehow I came across it. And I was okay. like, "Yeah, that sounds like something I could, I could assign." Well, Tony, yeah, you you saw um, on Bone Tomahawk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember both of you guys seeing it, and I mm-hmm. just never got around to. Yeah. Well, so what do you got fresh credit? Uh, when else fails? Just fucking watch a David Fincher film, right? Oh so. shit. I'm actually going to pick The Social Network. I've only seen it once. Wow. It was either this one or uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which that, too, I've only seen once. Um, But I don't know. I feel like uh, I want to watch this one. I feel like this one's more, I don't know, relevant right now. Dave Venture's Social Network. Oh, there you go. Easy peasy. Right. Yeah. Fuck. I just. Damn. I knew I was gonna. I was gonna write it down. I can't remember. And next week, Tony's gonna review the director's cut of Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bummed because like he chose it, he really liked it, and and then find the find that we saw some extra. It's like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's great. Funny. You brought it. You brought it like it was nothing. So I'm like, oh, okay, that must just be a part of it. I because like the version I saw, it didn't say director's cut. It I, it was just playing so mm-hmm. um any interest in, you guys cool. seen um uh what we do in the shadows the tv show that just came that just started any interest in what seeing that tv show what we do in the shadows they have a tv mm. series of it now for the first episode the same fun. same cast same no different cast oh i'd check it out i check out the first episode but i don't have a strong interest in it what about twilight zone yeah i saw something for that too i was like oh shit twilight yeah, yeah that i'm interested in free on youtube mm. twilight zone sounds cool i always liked that as a kid oh okay yeah i finished uh love cool. death and robots oh you did finish it yeah i did oh. finally finish it 
Okay. Um, Any other ones you liked? There are some really cool ones, but like the series as a whole, like didn't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just it was just a bunch of shorts, and a lot of them I just wanted to know more about that world. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the the main thing I got out of it. Was like I want more. <laughs> Feed me more. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to <be> turning on. <laughs> Let's consume more. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I, for me, I just thought that cool, like you know, episodes here and there. Oh, I even like that line where Audrey's too is like, uh, "I'm not from the Black Lagoon, I'm from space." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's right." I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Fucking, hey, I can't remember that other one. Oh well. That's My one God, <laughs> fucking batshit. What? I just when you brought up what we do in the shadows, I thought, well, what's Ty- Tyco, Tyka, 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 Tyka. Tiger. Yeah, Taika Waititi. What's he doing, right? I mean, obviously, he did the last Star film. We all love that one. So yeah. what's he got on his IMDb? So I was Googling it while you were rambling. And uh, he's doing a movie where – a comedy where he's playing Hitler. Yeah, we talked about this. I I remember you, I think, mentioning it. And it's – maybe I don't know why when all of a sudden I'm, <laughs> I'm it's sinking in. Yeah. Uh, although I'm interested in this other film, he's oh no, what's what about Terminator? In? Terminator Dark Fate. I haven't seen a trailer to it. I mean, it's cool. I mean, obviously we've got Cameron, you know, producing it. Mm. Um, my problem is, and I know, I know the the idea is that it it pretends it's a alternate sequel right so it's it's effectively it's, terminator it's, 3 it erases 3 4 and 5 it's a terminator sequel to part yeah. 2 i get that i get that uh uh i don't know how they're going to pull it off it's going to be some old bullshit because terminator 2 is it's done it's over they everything's gone you know and so well, there's I always don't... that thing where uh arnold's arm the, gets stuck in the destroyed now. hand yeah. yeah it's all crushed but it's all crushed as shit i mean you know I mean, I guess you could, you know, you could argue, you could argue anything, obviously, but it it felt it, like, so like you're saying the future got fixed after part two, right? So there's no reason for them to send robots back over and over again. Well, the whole point of right? of the second film was there's no fate but what we make. I mean, there's the idea is the future is not set, and that's why I was so pissed off at the Terminator three because it completely disregarded the main theme of Terminator 2. And that was, we can change. We can make, you know, we can stop Judgment Day from happening. And so that was the goal, and that's what he accomplished. But because of the success of the movie, we got to make more. And so Hollywood's always finding a way to make more. And now that Cameron retains the rights... He's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's make more money. I mean, right. you know, I mean, I don't know what the motivation behind, you know, I mean, it's the last one was a reboot. The one before that was a sequel. And and the last two movies I was fine with. It was only Terminator 3 that was such an abortion. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, it's not like Linda Hamilton's, you know, Al Pacino coming out of retirement. She never did anything. I mean, you know, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, her performance in, in both Terminators was brilliant, but it's largely because of the subject material that was given to her. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll see it, you know me, but will I see it in the theater? Oh, fuck, I don't know, probably not. Why not? You got to. No, I don't have to. I don't have to do anything, motherfucker. You sound like Tony now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's tough, you know. Um, you know I me, mean? I yeah, I love the Terminator series, so um, I'm not a fan of the ones after Part Two. So <laughs> I remember watching Salvation. It was like, yeah, that was fun at the time, but they don't really go back to it. No, you know. And then yeah. Genesis, I mean, the, I've only the, watched once. Yeah, same here. It, it ends up being like a remake of the first one. I don't think I've seen any of ones. <laughs> well, you're a communist, so there you <laughs> yeah, but you think uh, Grouchy Pod three thousand here would like other movies about uh, robots? MCP would watch them. Really, Tony? You've never seen Part Three? No, I don't think I have. Uh, don't waste your time with Part Three. Rise of the machines, it's, yeah, fuck yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, I hate it. Fuck my buddy. God, what was that fucking it. director? Oh fuck! They have Mick have... G in Terminator Salvation, bro. Yeah, no shit. Well, but at least that one looked like it had a really good like cinematography. It looked. Dark. It looked gritty. Special like, effects were yeah. decent. Obviously, yeah, yeah, he was good in it. Uh, Christopher Bale is screaming his ass off at the cameraman. Um, oh yeah, Tony. That's where we got the infamous Christian Bale rant. Oh, oh that's that right. movie. Remember? Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you have those at one point? Yeah, he did. He played them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do do do. Tony, you gotta find that shit. Those are fucking hilarious. The oh, fucking highlights. I have to make man. extra credit part three next week. Though. Just to piss off. <laughs> no, man, I don't like that movie. In the very beginning, it pissed me off. And then my buddy Jeff loves that movie. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So like, it ain't that bad. I'm like, dude. I never had any problems with it. Well, part three? No, no. Part three is garbage. Part three is an abortion. So it's three and then it's salvation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and Gen- then Genesis. Gen- and Genesis Gen- tries Gen- to be like a remake, essentially. Oh, yeah. But it had a cool CGT 800, which is rad. Yeah. But hey, did you guys ever watch Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles? I did. I watched the first season, and I think there might have been two. Yeah. And how was but that? It was, it was passable. Oh. Tony, you're typing away like, what the fuck are they No, that's me. Because oh. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look it up to see if there was more than one season. It didn't. It wasn't. Uh, it didn't have a long run. Gotcha. Um, where the fuck is it? The weekend, uh, boys. What y'all do? What's oh no, on? thirty-one episodes. There you go. Yeah, that's three. But seasons. look at seven point seven on IMDb. No, just two. Oh. I don't think I watched the second season. Hmm. There you go. How was your guys' weekends? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Chris, we had uh, our friends Donnie and Shaler come over. Uh, just blast. Just super good people. Um, they came over last night and we had drinks. And, uh, so that was cool. Um, and then today we did our gym thing. I PR'd. I don't know. Tony, was my, was my 205 on the podcast earlier? Um, I think that part got recorded in the pre, in the pre show. So, so yeah, I tried, uh, I wanted to try my personal best in a bench press. I've always had this thing about being 
been able to wait. I've never been able to do it. When I was younger, I couldn't fucking bench press half of my weekly. So, um, you know, I've been floating around 135, 155 for, you know, about a year. Never really pushed it. Never wanted to kind of hurt myself. And so um, we've talked a little bit about it, about sort of building some of the support muscles that can help you yep. not not injure yourself. And for me, a lot of my core strength wasn't there, especially my abs, my stomach. I just didn't do enough stomach exercises. And um, so I would, I would kind of hurt my back if I pushed it a little bit, too many reps, too many sets kind of stuff. So, uh, And I've, like everybody, uh, I go alone and I never have a spotter, so I never want to fucking drop a bar on my chest. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I always took it easy because I didn't want to have to you know, drop a bar and drop all those. Cause I was telling Chris, I'm like, if I have to dump those weights, it's going to make a lot of fucking noise. Yeah. So spot me, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, I dropped, I was on a, a, a bar, a barbell with 45s and I had it at my waist and I didn't have, uh, you know, clips or whatever on the ends. And I, I swung it and one of the 45s came oh, off the end. Sure. And so the whole thing just go. <laughs> and it was only like from my waist, but you know, it was oh, two yeah. feet off the ground or oh, something. Yeah. I mean, it didn't land on me or nothing, but it made a lot of fucking noise. Oh. So, uh, you know, I could imagine 45s and the 25s and the 10s. So that's going to make even more noise. So, so I, I didn't want to fuck around, so I had Chris spawn me, but I didn't need her. It was good. But Tony, like you pointed out, I grinded it out. It was no, I'm not, <laughs> yep. I'm not trying to front. I didn't have two more in the in the tank, but <laughs> I did it unassisted. Yeah, Anna, yeah. Anna's doing track and field, right? The 16 year old girl. She's got PE, right? So they do some weight training, and they're doing the basics, you know, compound lifts and shit. So. And they're even some of the, I guess, kids are doing the snatch and clean, the clean and wow. jerk, clean and jerk, right? Right. Yeah. So clean I and was jerk. like, clean and jerk. Yeah. Cause she, she asked me about it. I was like, I don't, I don't try it. It's so technical. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, I don't even attempt it. So, um, but, uh, so she was like, uh, yo, dad, I, uh, I PR'd, um, now her, she knows the, the lingo. She's like, uh, I PR'd. Uh, squats and i was like oh shit really she's like i I did i was like damn kid you squatted 205 she's like yeah um uh uh, justin helped and that justin's her boyfriend and i'm like wait a second you had a spotter and she's like yeah yeah i needed his help and i was like then you didn't pr 205 (laughs) (laughs) she was like she thought she pr'd it uh, if four uh, guys were helping her with the weight, so I had to I had to burst her bubble. Had to burst but, that bubble, hell yeah! I'm, I'm I'm proud of her for just going. She's she's doing track and field, so we're real proud of her. That's cool. I had to fucking take her to the bus drop off at fucking five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning. That's what I do. That's what this motherfucker does. That's what has turned into this old oh, man boy. Martin's life. Oh, shit, I'm son. waking up at fucking four thirty in the morning. To take my teenager to the bus stop so she can go to a track meet three hours away. So, uh, but I guess she PR'd her discus. So, mm. I'm proud of her for that one. So, way to go, Anna. 
There wasn't uh, a dog Mazzy. like catching it in midair and making it go further. <laughs> it's because it's a frisbee. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like six pounds or some shit. I automatically thought of that scene in Teen Wolf too. He's just mm. playing the frisbee when he's all whooped out. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway so uh, right yeah on. so Saturday Saturday was that and then. Um, Two weeks is when me and Chris go to uh, New Orleans. So that oh, okay. will probably fuck up the podcast. Okay. Um, two weeks. Two <laughs> weeks. So we leave. Like down there. We're going to leave on the 19th and be back on the 26th or the 27th. So I could potentially record I could record probably live from New Orleans in uh on Tuesday. I have better Wi Fi. Maybe, yeah, no shit. Um <laughs> or I could skip it. Well we'll figure something out. Yeah, so. we'll figure it out. But that's two weeks from now. Next week is same bad time, same bad channel. So yep. cool. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, Saturday started super duper early. Um crew had his first soccer game and it started at eight. And of course, you had to be there 30 minutes before, so you had to be there at 7.30, and you got to get mm. the kids up, so we got to get up by 6. <laughs> right? yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not far You're not far ahead of me. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, one hour was the difference, but yeah, yeah. I want to get everybody up. But luckily, the, the game is right by his, his elementary school. It's park, which is like two minutes away, which is perfect. He is now the Black Mambas. They're rocking black. He's rocking number 20. He, um, unfortunately, he had missed a lot of practice because of his finger and everything, so, but, uh, He's practiced twice now and he's met his teammates and, and they played, they played really well. They were playing back and forth. Like I said, it's early in the morning, so it's not too hot. All the grass is wet, so like kids were slipping. Um, but, um, then he, then he played goalie at the second half and, uh, he blocked two goals. Unfortunately, he got one in and the score ended up being 3-3. So they tied, they tied the first Whoa. game, but yeah, they played really well. And, uh, cool. so I was proud of him because I think he's, I, th- I think he's over it again, even though he asked us to sign him up last year, you know, so um, he's got to take a break from freaking video games because that's all he wants to do. And I'm like, you know what? You're taking a break from Fortnite. This shit's out of control. So, What about making him? What's that? that? No, well, he's still doing that. He's still so, doing that? Right, he's still good. coding. Yeah, yeah. So he's still doing that. So, um, uh, so yeah, so then when we got out early, we're like, well, what crap? What do we do now? Amy loves open houses and she taught two open house signs, so. <laughs> she wanted to go. She likes looking at house, likes getting ideas, and sure. So we went in there, and um, kids were acting a damn fool, running around. Fuck, we were like, all right, come on, we gotta get out of here. The guy's name was Rob Martin. Sounds funny. Sounds familiar. Mm, huh. There you go. Never heard of him before. Yeah. <laughs> this dude had when we when we left the house, the motherfucker already texted Amy. Uh, he had called like twice, sent an email. This motherfucker pushed you. So I'm like, Amy, you need to block that number. Like this, this guy is out of control. This guy's getting soccer status. Like, what the fuck? And he sent him a text like, hey, you know, we're not really ready. You know, we'll let you know when we are. And he's like, great. I'll give you a call tomorrow at 11 a.m. We're like, what the fuck? Like, did you not get the clue? So we're driving to my parents' house today. And uh, he called at noon, like on the dot. And we're like, wow. And he was like, he missed. He's, a, he's an hour late. But he's calling. And we're like, damn, this fucking guy won't That's what you should have said. It's like, oh, sorry, we changed our mind. You're too late. At 11, we were good. But... Noon? Yeah, no. since you since you lied and you call it eleven, yeah. Um, so we we, cause we looked at another house too. So we, it was cool. We were like, we would have loved to like put the two things that we'd like from both houses together. Cause the first one was cramped, and I even told the guy, I'm like, you know what? 
I work for Spectrum. This is Cox. Not gonna work, you know. I like to keep my discount. So he's like, "Oh, I get it," you know. He's like, "Well, maybe I can find you somewhere." I'm like, "Damn, this fucking guy just won't give up." And normally, Amy gives like her office number and stuff, and for some reason, she gave her actual number. Just kind of funny. So now we just kind of laugh every time he calls. We're like, Dude, "This guy won't give up." Um, another thing too, I, I had told her earlier in the week. I had told her, but I, I saw a phone case that has like a Game Boy in the back of it. It's an actual phone case, but you can play games on it. Oh, cool. Because I told it, because she loves Tetris, and I told her, "Hey, I seen this one where you can play Tetris." Yeah. So she goes online, look on Amazon, and there's one that she ha- found that had like 35 games, like Mario, Pac-Man, Kung Fu, Super Contra, um, and Tetris. And uh, she got it. Like two days later, Amazon got it. You plug a like a USB cable to it to charge it, and um, you turn the case, you know, turn the phone over, and you got games right there. That's pretty She's cool. like downloading games, so she, I think that one that was perfect. It's pretty cool. Like you know, the games are in color and. Pretty little big screen, and it's just kind of neat, you know. Just gotta get used to the buttons being on the back of the case, you know. But uh, yeah, it was pretty neat. She liked that. Then Sunday, um, like I said, went over to my parents' house, hung out there for a little bit, and then went over to my buddy Jeff's house to watch WrestleMania. And the show is just super long now, so it's like it's just kind of impossible to watch all of it. And because they have so many wrestlers, so many um, in the roster that they want to cram everybody in, but it's just kind of takes away from like the ones that where you can really get a good story driven and and uh get a good rivalry going so but i always enjoy it. it's like their super bowl you know it's a mecca and I, there's some really cool shows and in fact there's there's one ending i didn't see that i want to go back and watch um but uh yeah so uh, that's what i did what about cool. you tony um nothing too exciting um not with a with our friend crew friday night but um we started, Laney and I started a, uh, carnivore challenge for April. Meaning we only eat, uh, whole, that, huh? whole food meats. Like, mm. and, and we are, we're allowing cheese, um, like milk, mm. milk and cheese. Um, but that's like, that's it. You know, we eat salmon. Well, we have like cuts of, cuts of ahi tuna. Um, halibut. We, today we had our, our shopping trip and, you know, got a bunch of, uh, bunch of meats bunch of cuts got some got some ground turkey got some um some uh ribeyes some you know just about just meats everywhere and then eggs um now is this but, a challenge between you two or was this part of the the um... just just us We're, okay. we just wanted wanted to do it uh but when we went out with our friends all we had was water that's it <laughs> like we like mm. we didn't we didn't have any food we didn't have any drinks it's like this is this is really weird. <laughs> we're normally like normally we were just like yeah on the weekends we'll you know we're not restricted and we'll just get right back on our on our normal healthy diet you know after the weekend but right. we're on a challenge now and it was so it was so weird it was it was it was one of those like it affected us mentally it's like why are we doing this again <laughs> it's like no <laughs> we already said we're gonna do a challenge so we have to stick with it. Um, yeah, you're not one for, to back down from a challenge, huh? Right, right. Oh, yeah, and we already started. we started at April first, you know, so we're already five days in, and it's like right. let, let's not let's not give up now, you know. So we made it through. Um, for Panda, we bought just grilled chicken, just a bucket of grilled chicken <laughs> of, their, <laughs> of their teriyaki grilled chicken. There you go. You know, so to at least say that we ate Panda, you know, ate from Panda Express. Um. So yeah, that was a, it's it was an interesting weekend. Um 
for the most part, uh, I did I did some running, did some preparing for uh, Ragnar, which is coming up this week. So this next podcast, I'll let you guys know how how fucked up I am. Oh yeah, yeah. You getting ready? It's it's like the more I like the closer it gets, the more I'm kind of dreading it. Really? The idea because I'm not gonna sleep. Like I have trouble sleeping, mm. and we're all gonna be in a van and. That's I don't think I'm gonna be able to sleep in the van. We'll we'll see. Hopefully, I'm hoping that the the like you know like when you're in a car and the car the movement of the car can put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping oh, yeah, that that will help and I won't be too like jazzed up from the race right. and and then and you know cheering people on and whatnot. But I'm in a, I'm gonna be in the van from it's like 36 hours and and running. Like fifteen miles, sixteen miles. So where you where are you at now in your practice? Like, I ran seven miles um, in one hour, so I got seven miles an hour um, average. So that's that's pretty good. I'll, I'll be able to hit eight and a half miles in in less than an hour and a half, like an hour twenty, an hour thirty. I should be able to hit it an hour thirty. Nice. So so that's good. Oh, yeah. So, so, so part of that, like normally I don't work out after the podcast, but I'm waking up at five and going for a jog, going for a run, try to get, try to get like four or five miles in while I'm sleep deprived from the podcast, you know, just as a, just as a, you know, part of the training, Mm. just just to, just to get used to it, just to see what, what it's like, what, how my body reacts to it. Um, I ran, I ran three miles today you know it's like it's just just putting mileage on my joints you know get them to get used to it mm-hmm. but uh i used to we're all yeah. rooting for you thanks yeah, for sure. thanks. yeah. yeah. Uh, i'll take i'll see you. i forgot to ask about you know um a gopro I, i'm not oh. sure if uh, the team is going to have one that mm-hmm. we pass around or and whatnot at worst i'll record part of it on my phone but yeah. two of them are at night. Like two of my runs. One of them, the yeah. run is at from ten at ten at night, the night and the other one is at on. what's that? The night vision camera on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The ten o'clock at night, and then seven in the morning. And so I think those are. It's going to be a little like it's going to be, you know, the dawn might have a little bit of light at seven. I haven't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that should be. Yeah. There should be. Yeah, you should still be good. Yeah. There should be light. There should be light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, right on, cool man. Yeah, because next Saturday I'll be at Monster Palooza, so I'll, I'll report from that. On oh, Saturday. that's right. Yeah, we'll both have good stories. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Because the fall, yeah. So not this one, but the following Harley will be gone on that one. If I figure that one out, so. Hmm. But um, yeah. Hopefully by then he had seen Spider Man already. <laughs> right. <laughs> These days. <laughs> um, I think that's gonna be it, man. Sorry for the low energy, guys. I mean, I'm. Just, it's like I'm kind of exhausted, and then uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, like the movies, I'm just fuck. I felt like I could have had a little more energy. But I'm just exhausted, so we'll come back firing with all cylinders next week, right? Yeah, guys? I mean, yeah, I mean, we didn't, we didn't do that bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just yeah, I'm just, yeah. So cool. That's gonna conclude episode four four nine, episode four five zero. The four five zero should be that. A, is that a gun, Harley? What's that? What do we got with four fifty? That engine. Uh, no. uh, uh, 450 uh, computer code 
You used Tony Pro. Four, yeah, five, one, five, 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 four, nine. Really? Canadian. Canucks. No. Yeah. Four fifty. Nope. Okay. Let's get another special. <laughs> Cyberdyne Systems Model Four Fifty coming at you. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> well, that's going to conclude episode four four nine of this week's episode of the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. I want to thank everyone for listening and mm-hmm. uh, playing along. And yeah, absolutely, keeping the game super yeah, close now. Motherfuckers came here to play. You better watch out. Hopefully, Angie's Godzilla party went out of the bang. And uh, Artie Art is now, or Artie Ray is now listening to some Billy Ray. Thanks to our boy Reed. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. And all those supposedly went to Costa Rica. I still don't believe it. It's a conspiracy out there. <laughs> no points. We <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy Fonz, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.